Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Grand Rising to all of you, no fancy name, richest man in Babylon, chapter one is where we are. We're moving swiftly and accordingly, you have more than your right to ask all the questions that you need. I prefer that you ask any question you have because you're easier to work with when you're not broke. We want, and you're easier in life when you're not broke. A couple of things, let me first tell you that the Assembly of Wanderers is up yes you'll hear more about it the link is right there and the website is here which you can see everything videos followers of the five divines i don't know nothing about that etc how you can contribute all the events and all new blogs that you've never seen before. All my esoteric blogs and life hacks are over there. You can go over there at your leisure. We'll talk about that later, though. Here we go. The first thing you need to know, 
that personal finances is a heart issue. No matter what I say, no matter what is said, no matter what you learn, if you're struggling with money, you have a heart issue. Just is what it is. Money is not real. Capitalism is not the problem. If capitalism was the problem, then during the Babylonian periods, during the antiquity period, during Greek, golden age, or since the beginning of time, we have always had people who have had more money than others. Capitalism is just 300 years old. The world is 13.6 billion years old, should you believe in science. Civilization, well, that's debatable. Either way, if you struggle with money, it's a heart issue. So as we venture through the richest man in Babylon, I do want you to know that you have an integrity problem. You have a heart issue. And I know that you disagree with that. It's exactly why I started with it, Xandria. Because now I want you listening to prove me wrong. That's what I want you to do. I know you disagree. I know you're saying something other than what I'm saying. But I will tell you that many of you are going to get hurt by this book because it strongly attacks your heart issues and gets down to the bottom of money. You don't have enough money because you're not doing enough something, whatever that may be. So let's get right into it. The first chapter is called The Man Who Desired Gold. Now, what I want to do is, here's how here's the layout of this. I don't know how long it's going to take. could be quickly, but I won't stop personal finances after this. If, should we get past this, I'll be doing Rich Dad, Poor Dad next. Should we get past this? The idea here is I'm going to summarize the chapter paragraph by paragraph. I have extensive notes, the same way I have on 48 Laws of Power. And then we're going to talk about what was summarized. Okay? We're going to talk about what was summarized and key details. You're going to participate. If not, then take notes. But when you talk about personal finances, I don't have to, I don't have to squeeze participation out of people. You, you want it. You understand. I don't have to squeeze participation out of you. The first chapter starts actually. The first chapter introduces two people. It introduces a chariot maker and a lyre player, L-Y-R-E player. The chariot maker, Banzir, B-A-N-S-I-R, and his friend Kobe. These two fellows are talking as modern day friends do talk. And what's happening, Jerome, is they both share the same plight. They're both broke. And they can't figure out why they're broke. Two different industries, they're broke. But they're not broke because they're lazy, Arshia. They work every single day. Working and working and working. And they start commiserating, explaining, talking about, dialoguing about their plight. So Kobe 
finds Bansir sitting on top of a wall, daydreaming about riding the chariot he just made. Now, let's pause for a moment because I need you all to understand he's working on something he can't afford. Mm. That's most people. Most people work on a project they can't afford, teach in a school they can't afford to go to, tithe in the church they can't afford to pay the mortgage in. Most people are in something that they can never do themselves. And he's sitting back, he's daydreaming, and he's saying to himself, this is a bull. You ever been there? <laughs> this is this is this is not what God has made me for. And so he asks, Kobe asks Ben Sear for a loan. Ben Sear says, bruh, I like you. I'd give it to you if I had it. And then they both start recognizing that of all the money they desire, all the money their heart wants, they don't have it. And living from hand to mouth with no savings and no investments to provide themselves an income. Now, they start sharing their dream with each other. Both men wonder aloud, how is it that some people eventually have a whole bunch of money and other people do not? They ask themselves, how is this possible? And then they say, you know what? I know a guy. He's our friend. He talks to us all the time. Arkad is his name. A-R-K-A-D. And they realize, wait a minute, our cat's not smarter than us. We went to the same school. But our cat is known as the richest man in Babylon and is always nice to them. But how could this be? They both ask each other. This don't make no sense. Because we both went to the same elementary school, same middle school, same intermediate school, same high school. We grew up down the street from each other. Yet Arcad has far more than everybody in the land. And the main lesson from chapter one is to start, say this as I say it, Grace, to start yourself on the way to riches. It is important that you learn from others who have experience in acquiring riches. That is the main point of chapter one. That is a pretty solid summary. I do invite you to go read the book, but let's talk for a moment and then I'll open up for discussion. There's a bunch of hidden things that were missed. For one, this book, this chapter is called The Man Who Desired Gold. You can't make something you don't desire. I'm, I'm, Jerome, I'm out of the book now. I'm in my words. Do, do you understand? Okay. You cannot make something you do not desire. 
It is important to desire money. It is not important to worship money. That's detrimental. It is not important to fear money. That is detrimental. But it is important that you respect money enough that you have a healthy desire for it and you don't kill it because you desire it. Let me keep talking. I know you've been told money don't solve our problems. That is not true. I also know you've been told wicked people have a lot of money. Also not true. I want you to desire money like the Jewish rabbi tells you how to desire a loved one. There's a social media clip on, ah, you know what? This might be pretty good. We're going to go to YouTube real quick. Hopefully it's there. There's a rabbi that talked about fish love. Rabbi and fish love. Let's see if it's here. Ah, look at that. Look at this. This is how you should desire money. Unfortunately, the first example is how you all desire money right now. And we have to change that. Love is a word that in our culture has almost lost its meaning. Uh, there's a very interesting story about the Rebbe of Kotsk, who came across a young man who was clearly enjoying a dish of fish that he was eating. And he said, uh, young man, why are you eating that fish? And the man says, because I love fish. He says, oh, you love the fish. That's why you took it out of the water and killed it and boiled it. He said, don't tell me you love the fish. You love yourself. And because the fish tastes good to you, therefore, you took it out of the water and killed it and boiled it. So much of what is love, right, is fish love, right? And so, young couple falls in love. Young man and young woman fall in love. What does that mean? That means that he saw in this woman someone who he felt could provide him with all of his physical and emotional needs. And she felt in this man, somebody she feels that she can write, that was love, right? But each one is looking out for their own needs. Right? It's not love for the other. The other person becomes a vehicle for for my gratification. Too much of what is called love is fish love. Right? An external love is not on what I'm going to get, but what I'm going to give. We had an ethicist, Rabbi Dessler, who said, the people make a serious mistake in thinking that you give to those whom you love. And the answer is, the real answer is, you love those to whom you give. Right? And his point is, if I give something to you, I've invested myself in you, right? And since self-love is a given, everybody loves themselves, now that part of me has become in you, right, there's part of me in you that I love. Right? So true love is a love of giving, not a love of receiving. Oh, y'all gonna hear this again. I'm just gonna start all over. You gonna endure this message again. That in our culture has almost lost its meaning. Uh, a very interesting story about the Rebbe of Kotsk. This time I want to pause it and highlight some meanings. Who came across a young man who was 
clearly enjoying a, a dish of fish that he was eating. And he said, uh, young man, why are you eating that fish? And the man says, because I love fish. He says, oh, you love the fish. That's why you took it out of the water and killed it and boiled it. All right, let's stop right there for a moment. This is how you all treat your money. You treat your businesses. You love your money in a manner so way you kill it so you can gratify yourself. He said, don't tell me you love the fish. You love yourself. And because the fish tastes good to you, therefore, you took it out of the water and killed it and boiled it. Because you need your hair done every two weeks. Because you need your toes and your nails done every two weeks. Because you have to have the fanciest car because you're still competing with Aunt Jackie. The way you love your money is you spend it looking good, making yourself feel better, thus killing your money. So the way you love is the way the young man loved the fish. I love this fish so much, I'm killing it. Never to be seen again. I love my money so much, I'm killing it. Never to my be seen God. again. Mm -hmm. I love my mm -hmm. income tax so much, never to be seen again. Oh, we, I, money is a heart issue. I told y'all this earlier. I started off with this. If you have a lack of money, you have a serious heart issue and an integrity problem. And I know you don't like that, but it is true. So much of what is love, right? is fish love, right? And so, young couple falls in love. Young man and young woman fall in love. What does that mean? That means that he saw in this woman someone who he felt could provide him with all of his physical and emotional needs. All right, let's stop and right there. This is how we view love. Ooh, look at Grace. She's everything I want. Her hair is beautiful and curly. Her skin is dark and mocha. Her legs are slim and muscular. I am so attracted to her. Has a beautiful smile, a great personality. She has everything I need to complete myself. Everything in grace is completing me. And y'all think that's a good thing. And she felt in this man, somebody she feels that she can write, that was love, right? But each one is looking out for their own needs. All right, now we're not talking about love here. We're talking about money. Ooh, look at this car. Ooh, look at this house. Ooh, look at this. Look at that. Look at that. Look at this. Look at this. Look, look at that. Look at that. It has everything that I, this house has an open kitchen, island, and all them stuff women like. It has a man cave in the backyard, and this business will provide me this. And this is everything I need. Once again, your money is being sacrificed to make you feel better. It's not love for the other. The other person becomes a vehicle for, for my gratification. My business is just a vehicle for my gratification. This income tax is just a vehicle for my gratification. I'm, 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 let me pull y'all faces up just for a second. I know I'm finished. There we go. Now I know you with me. I'm, I'm looking at you now. I'm looking at you now, okay? And it's a little block on the screen. Don't worry about it. I'll pull it back down once it go back. I need to see y'all. This, ooh, I know. Ooh, 
Ooh, this car. Ooh, this car. This car? I'm going to look good in this car. I'm going to look good in this gym. It's a good gym membership. I look good over here. This, this, ooh, this looks great. This apartment is exactly what I deserve. And you desire money so much, you kill it. And I need to shift your desire from you should strongly desire in a different way. He explains a different way. There's a difference between how he's explaining love to what he's about to say another rabbi explained love. Too much of what is called love is fish love. Right? An external love is not on what I'm going to get, but what I'm going to give. All right. So when he said external love, it's not what I'm going to get, but what I'm going to give, which is the correct definition. Now he's about to give supporting details about this. Remember, we ain't talking about love. I'm not even being esoteric. It just flows from me. But I'm telling you directly, this has everything to do with your money. And these two men sat on a wall complaining about how Arcad, who was no better than them, had more than them. Because Arcad loved his money differently. We had an ethicist, Rabbi Dessler, who said, the people make a serious mistake in thinking that you give to those whom you love. All right. It's a serious mistake I'm making. So I say, ooh, Grace, ooh. Grace, I love you so much here. Go on a shopping spree. Love you so much, here's a house. I love you so much, here, 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 here. And the answer is, the real answer is, you love those to whom you give. All right. And his point is, if I give something to you, I've invested myself in you, right? I'm gonna let this play because y'all need to catch it. And since self-love is a given, everybody loves themselves, now that part of me has become in you, right, there's part of me in you that I love. Right? So true love is a love of giving, not a love of receiving. All right. The real way to handle your money ain't got nothing to do with what you're going to receive. It's about what you're going to give when you get that money. Now, I know, I just watched on camera Kim's face. She clearly got it. Imagine how much more of your money you would have today if you took the approach, I love this money so much, I'm going to give it to some things versus I love this money so much, I'm going to give it to myself. You can say what you want. But that's a game changer. Because when you... I thought this wasn't esoteric. <laughs> it just flows from me. It just flows from me. <laughs> the, 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 this is a game changer because the idea here is to understand... That there's a link in, in, to the video right there. The idea is to understand that when I'm dating Grace... I'm dating Grace because she completes me. Something about me. It's something self-love of me, Jerome. Therefore, I use Grace for everything she got. And since she is the one who let me use her without much complaint, she get the ring. Now, 
don't act like we don't live on the same planet. You understand? We on the same planet, all right? In truth, if I love grace externally the way love should properly be loved, then I love grace so much, I want to give to her to where she multiplies herself and her giving to where we have more. Not to where I love her so much. Oh, I love this fish so much. I take it out of the ocean. I kill it. Boom. That fish was good to my next bowel movement. And then after that, I need another fish. And that's, that's how we love. And this is how we love. So I summarize the chapter, and this is about the desire of wanting more. And that is proper. The problem is you all been taught to desire money is a really bad thing. But you need to desire money in this external way that when I get this money, I'm going to give it to my asset so great. In such a great manner, when I get this money, I'm going to give it to something that increases it. And that's real love. I got you, Diana. And you do not love yourself if you don't have any assets. You say what you want. You love yourself improperly. You love yourself to receive. You love yourself because you're so incomplete, especially in the Western Hemisphere. You're so incomplete within yourself. You need to buy these things because there's a hole in your heart that burns every time the wind blows and you're trying to stuff this hole with the things you just purchased. Bansir and Kobe are on this wall upset that a guy like me has more money than them and grew up with me. But the difference is, the lesson in this chapter is they went and humbled themselves and said, Ben, Arcad, Antonio, tell us what to do. And keep in mind that the richest man in Babylon, the story says he spoke to them all the time. They were friends. He never high-sided on them. He spoke to them all the time. Because people with a lot of money typically have fantastic character. Watch this here, because some of y'all disagree. So I need to challenge you for a moment. And then, Deanna, you ask your question. I know people right now, there's somebody mad at me right now. I don't know who it is, but I'm sure they are. I'm sure. I'm sure. If I just, if I just, Turn around long enough, I'll find them. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Somebody. How many times have you looked at someone and said, you're mean, you're this, you're that, yet they are blessed beyond measure? I want to challenge you. I'm not telling you this is right, Arshia. What I'm attempting to do, Marge, is I'm attempting to plant a seed in your social construct and somewhere later down the line if it's not true to the way you think your social construct will implode upon itself i don't have to do anything about it i'm not changing you today i'm, I'm not i'm not i'm not changing you today it's impossible 
because you you wanted to be impossible. So I'm not changing you today. But I want you to consider the man, the woman you hate the most, that's got all the money, that's supplying your needs, et cetera. Maybe they not the problem. Maybe you are. Maybe you keep clashing with them because they speak a different language than you and you don't ever want to learn their language. This is where I go, check your harvest. Because here's the deal. Yeah, not gonna like this next statement. Get ready, Deanna. You're gonna have to save me with a question. Here's the deal. If your God is so good, but the man and woman you hate so much is so blessed, either you are extremely wrong or you got a really wimpy God. Deanna, you had a question. Okay, with what you just said, with what the the recording, the video just said, instead of desiring money, should we desire to serve and then the money will follow? That's the only way to have money on this planet, period. So if that's what you got, yes, you got the golden rule. You cannot have money not serving. I am sorry. Now, can you have your software serve for you? Yes. Can you have somebody else serve for you? Yes. Can you have 1,673 employees serve for you? Yes. But at some point, you need to realize money flows through servantship. It's called stewardship. You don't own nothing. You know, I'm, I'm fascinated when I listen to Denzel Washington talk. Every time, every single time I hear Denzel Washington talk, it's like he opening up for T.D. Jakes. Like every single time when I hear Denzel Washington talk, he is just on it. And I am fascinated by how every single, every time he talks, he works in some way how his gift is not his. It is his to share to make the world better. Therefore, so is money. Let's, let's, there are immediately some things you need to realize. In the first couple of chapters, up front, it gives you the three laws of successfully handling wealth. We're going to come back to them. We have no choice. Okay. We're going to come back to them. We have no choice. But here are the three laws of successfully handling wealth. Live on less than you earn. I don't know why that is so hard. Uh, I get so confused about why that's so hard. I really do. Seek advice from those who are competent. Go ahead, Phil. Why is, why is it so hard? Because there's Lear Jets and football teams you can buy. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> number two <laughs> seek those Learjets <laughs> seek advice from those who are competent through their own experiences to give it there you go oh that's common sense I do that all the time no you don't you seek advice but not from people who actually did it 
See? See? There's always one out there, Kim. There's always one that goes, man, I do it all the time. No, you don't. Check your harvest. You seek advice from someone who did it. And they, through their own experiences, will guide you. You do not seek advice. First thing I do is, let me tell you how y'all seek advice. For one, you go to Google. I'm not telling you that's wrong. Information is not skill acquisition, though. You can inform yourself all you want. Once you start walking forward, you're walking with the skills you just learned, which is zero. You can read all day. It's not going to work. It's like reading a book on lifting weights. You ain't lost one calorie. It's just, just not going to work. You can read a book about swimming all you want to. It won't work. To inform yourself is not to know something. I want who, if you don't have a money mentor, go get you one right now. Go get you one. And if you got to start off like I did, use Robert Kiyosaki and audiobooks. Then by all means, you use Robert Kiyosaki and audiobooks, but you stop asking your mama about money. Unless your mama is doing well, and I don't mean the well you keep on justifying, unless your daddy is doing well. If your daddy can't leave you two generations of wealth, if your mom ain't leaving you two generations of wealth, and you are attempting to get two generations of wealth, stop asking your mama for anything. Love your mama. But that's your, that's your nurturer mentor. It's not your money mentor. One of the hardest things I see people have to do is release their parents' teachings. Because you think releasing their teachings is releasing your loyalty to them. Okay, see, Grace just hit me. You think releasing your parents' teachings is releasing your loyalty to them. That is not true. It's just not true. They're, they taught you the best they can what they have. But if you're in the same tax bracket that you was born in, and you grown, you are not doing better. Your mama and daddy birthed you into a certain tax bracket. And if you have not increased that tax bracket, that lifestyle, you are not doing better. You're doing exactly what they did, only to repeat it with your children. Is it what it is? Well, Lack of money always come down to a heart issue. People who don't have money have terrible heart issues. You say, I'm a good person. No, you're not. You're a good person in areas. You're a good person to everybody else, but you hate yourself. You hate yourself so much, you spend all your money. So you can't, so you can't, you can't survive in the winter. Let's look at it from an illustration standpoint, Kim. There's only two times a year you get to reap a harvest. Can someone tell me these two times, please? This is science. I know 
you harvest in spring and you harvest like at at the beginning of summer or the end of or like at... ground is too hot and too dry in the summer to reap fall fall mm -hmm. fall spring and fall spring and fall how do you harvest in the spring you you reap spring is for planting planting absolutely absolutely you, you, you're absolutely right my bad so here's the deal you plant in the spring you reap now think about this for a moment this is the way it works and it works no other way but if you are reaping and you eat all your reaping what you going to do for the next season okay let's i need all you spiritual folk to stop spiritualizing the word season because that's for some that's like some long way off or some some time when god don't like you too much or whatever i'm not sure i'm not sure how to do it i'm not sure how you do it let's just go three months from now how about that let's just do three months from now you know what i'm saying three months from now boom now think about this for a moment well, Antonio. Yes, ma'am. They, you know, they eat the harvest, the fresh harvest, but they can and they store and they, they season the meats and you know they have they have underground shelter areas where they store all yep. the, all the things that'll last them for years if need be. Sure, that's a hundred percent fact. Let's take that example. If you reap your harvest put salt on your meat, refrigerate it properly, store it on the ground, can it, preserve it, do everything you can. And it, you, 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 you do well, and that lasts for two years. What happens to two years or one month though? Yeah. At some point, you, at some point you have to live off less than that harvest. You get it? And no matter how much you present, this is this is what we this is Susan Dumas great alley oop because we get superstitious. We be like, okay, if I put some pickle pickle juice and we if I just do this, and I'm, but at some point, that's gonna run out. And when it does, this is what's going. This is what that look like in adult life. Man, I was doing good last five years, and then all of a sudden, I don't know how to get it back. How many y'all know? How many you can relate with that? Yeah, I've been, I've been trying to get back where I was. I don't know how to get back. Let me tell you how to get back. Plant a seed, a bunch of them. It's not that hard. Antonio. Yes, ma'am. I was just watching um, a special on the farmers and what's happened and, you know, why we don't have as much now <clears throat> because the, the small farmers who really were pretty successful, you know, it, mm -hmm. just two or three years out, like you're saying, they, they did good, um, but they didn't, they didn't hold back. They didn't get into the technology. And then the other farmers who did and expanded into big business now have bought all the small farms. And, you know, so that's what's happening. Mm, that's right. That's exactly, yeah. that's exactly what happened. They are, they are doing well. They have major employees. They're sitting back, not doing the work, and they're, mm -hmm. they're flowing in. 
Yep. And, and getting paid not to do the work too. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're paid not to work and investing in other areas like like you do and like you suggest yep. so that you always have that coming in. Right. Perfect segue. They, yeah. Keep, keep going. Well, and they hired, you know, they hired the employees of the other small farm sometimes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. A couple, couple of farm. I've been in hundreds of farmers' homes in my life. Hundreds of farmers' homes. Love it. And two things I learned, the farmer doesn't want to own all, he doesn't want to own all the land. He just wants to own all the land next to his. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> he, he just wants to own all next to his. <laughs> and then the thing about farmers, they got, they got deep pockets, but short arms. Mm. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> they want to, you know, I mean, they're the ultimate entrepreneur. Yeah. I mean, they plan in the spring, not knowing whether they're going to get enough rain or enough wind or nest or the animals are going to do. They maintain during the summer, then they harvest in the fall, and then they recoup in the winter. But when they, and they don't, they're one of the few businesses that don't control their prices. They don't yep. control the prices they sell their products at. The market does. Yep. The exchanges do. So it's uh, farmers are fascinating. People. Fascinating, yeah, absolutely fascinating, fascinating. They don't waste their money either. You hear me? <laughs> they they don't waste their money. They don't waste their money at all. Susan set up perfectly the third one, which is make sure your money makes money. Make sure your money works for you. These are the three things introduced immediately in The Richest Man in Babylon. I'll repeat them. Number one, live off less than you earn. Number two, seek advice from people who are competent. And from their own experiences, they'll give you that advice. And number three, you learn to make your money work for you. That's immediately given in The Richest Man in Babylon. And if you remember nothing else, sugar, if you just remember those three things, you will stumble your way into wealth. You, you like, don't make this. Hold on, before I say, don't make this, don't complicate this. Let me share with y'all something. Then I'm gonna have you read. Can you read the headline for me, please? About 156 people have at least $25 million in their Roth IRAs each. And this is last year, okay? Not just, just this last year. It ain't even last year yet. It's almost about nine months in. Hold on. Just, just start reading real quick. Nearly 25,000 people had traditional and Roth, in Roth individual retirement account balances of at least $5 million to $10 million in 2019, According to the recent data obtained by the Senate Finance Committee, in total, these, account, these accounts amount to $160 billion. Of those investors, 2,175 people have Roth IRAs and almost 22,000 have traditional accounts. Stop right there. This is loaded. This is loaded. There's a lot wrong here and a lot right. Once again, we're proving capitalism ain't the problem. Because even though this is unfair or fair, whatever you want to call it, 
it's still showing the disparity between the pool would be with you always. It's 323 million Americans. I don't know how many are working, but I'm just going to assume more than 25,000 should have a bunch of money. And we can come down here and say of these, of these, this amount of investors that have Roth RAs, this is after tax dollars, almost 22,000 have traditional, which is pre-tax dollars. This is this this matters not unless I was getting commission off a of Roth or something. But I do want to show you that even in IRAs, the proof still shows up that most people don't get it. Most people don't get it. Think imagine working for 60 years and never hitting that mark. 40 years. 30. One day somebody asked me, well, Antonio, do you think I should go to college? I said, well, it depends on your goals. Well, I was thinking about going to get a job. I said, well, that depends on your goals. Says, well, I'm, I know you're not necessarily into college very much. I says, well, that depends on your goals. Like, this is the key being my answer. <laughs> I said, well, I'm thinking about going, learn a trade, and investing in real estate. I said, okay, I know your goals. It's pretty good. And he said, well, I said, so how much would the trade pay? About, about $14 to $16 an hour. I said, okay. And you can get to college too? So yeah. I said, are your parents going to pay for college? Yep. I said, you should go to college. Now, I am Mr. Don't Go to College. But he told me his goals. His goal was to invest in real estate. Let's see what makes more sense, Susan. Saving $250,000 at $14 an hour or saving $250,000 at $86,000 a year. One of these makes sense. Some of you just missed it. If you're going to tell me your goal is to get into real estate, then you probably want to start off with as much money as you can get at first because it's easier to save when you're making more. But that's not true. It's easier to save more when you have more income is what I'm trying to say. You're going to save the same percentage. Whatever your discipline level is, it's going to be the same. I mean, you know what I'm talking about? How many of you thought you was disciplined? Now, don't, don't, don't lie to me now. You thought you was disciplined? As soon as your tithes got to be $1,000 a month, you was like, wait a minute now. Wait a minute. This was, this was perfectly fine when it was at 100. This is, this is, wait a minute. 1,000 every two weeks? Wait a minute, God. <laughs> oh, see, I don't want to. That's all right. Only me and Sugar know about that. It, it wasn't my time, but it was something else. And that, that makes plenty of sense. Yes, ma'am. I do get it. I do get it. Look, once them ties get to woof, woo, three thousand. Come on, God, that's a lot. <laughs> right? I look, I look forward to that, Antonio. I think the best I've been able to do was maybe a couple of hundred dollars, and I was like, I, all right, I'm I looking understand. forward to more. Yep, I completely understand. I completely understand. The idea is in your personal finances. You got some serious, serious, serious heart trouble.
So let me divide your money up for you real quick. All this is coming back up. If you are not, well, let me see. If you are a grown person with responsibilities and have debt, which is the world. <laughs> you grown, you're, you're somebody depending on you and you got debt somewhere, car note, keynote, uh, duffel bag, mortgage, something, something, Netflix account. You got debt somewhere. You understand what I'm saying? Somewhere you owe somebody money this month. If you, if you one of these people, I need you to divide your money up like such. I'll copy and paste it for you. You give 10% to God or charity. That's, that's up to you. That's completely up to you. 10% to yourself, 10% to your debt. And you live off 70% of your expenses. I ain't got to give nothing to charity. Don't. Don't. I ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm just telling you how money works. If you're a good steward of it, it just comes back. Give it to God or charity, doesn't matter, right? Just something. Especially, and you say, well, I don't want to give it to nothing. All right, let's take a tax approach. You might want to have 10% of charitable donations you can write off. How about that? Does that make you feel better? All right, then, good. It, it, it blesses you in the end. Do you understand? This is the standard formula that comes from Richest Man in Babylon, to be honest with you. Standard formula. I'm going to give 10% to charity, 10% to myself, 10% to my debt, and live off 70%. I need to break all this down. And it's, it's not, it's easy and it's not easy, all at the same time. Let's attack this 70 first. This automatically is saying what Susan and Phil were saying freedom you probably can't eat your whole garden all right then 70 percent of my garden is edible you understand what i'm saying 70 percent of it it's edible 10 percent is debt and debt is good the right debt let me tell you what should be included in this debt without Compromise insurance. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, anybody over 40 ain't had no problem with that. Oh, but you young folk. <laughs> you, no, you know what? Not over 40. Over 48. Because you 44, I know 45 years old still ain't doing it right. You, you know what I'm saying? Still ain't doing it right. 48. When you get to 48, you know, that menopause start kicking in. You got to get them that prostate exam every year. You start getting a little smarter. You start saying, I could die at any time. Let me get this insurance on this stuff so these folk can bury me. No, genuinely though, life insurance, health insurance. They asked, I bought a PlayStation controller yesterday. You want insurance on it? I sure do. Got the stick on the box right now. Got two years. You hear me? Two years. Anything go wrong with it, Susan? It's going back. Give me a free one. I need this. I need this. No, without a doubt, 
insurance needs to be in debt. But what I, the reason I said that, Jerome, because I'm trying to change people's mind about what debt should be. When I said debt, y'all were thinking debt, and that's true. However, I need you to get that important stuff also needs to be in your debt. This is very important. The important stuff like insurance, flood insurance, fire insurance, health insurance. You understand? That needs to be in your 10%. The reason why I'm stressing this, because somebody, I, I, I know I, I, somebody should be getting what I'm saying. What I'm telling you is, once you got that big stuff in your debt, you ain't got much debt left to be at 10%. So what does that tell you about your debt, Frida? It tells you this. It tells you once you got insurance and stuff that's securing your life, your homeowner insurance and stuff, now you only got five to five to 4% left of debt left. Stop buying everything and you ready? And stop panicking every time somebody tell you to pay. See, y'all not gonna like this. You're not gonna like it. We're gonna get to the story soon, weeks from now. But let me tell you something. If you in debt, you cannot pay all your debt and kill your harvest. Not at one time. There's a story in the richest man in Babylon later on that's going to say, go to your debtors and tell them, this is what I have. And I will secure this upon this time and this date every month until paid. I know you don't like that. But they got a whole, they got a whole billion dollar, maybe a trillion dollar industry on it now. It's called debt consolidation. They do. They got a whole industry built off it right now. Because they consolidate your debt. When I'm attempting to tell you something, somebody needs to hear this. Somebody really needs to hear this. If you got more than 10% debt, it's time for you to let a lot of things go. Do you need the fanciest version of the internet at your house? See, see, I'm already losing my crowd. You know what I'm saying? When you start messing with people on the internet, they, it gets real bad. They don't like that stuff in the 21st century. They don't like that. They don't like that behavior. Man, are you really monitoring your bills? You pay $39.99 for six months. They tell you it's for six months. And all of a sudden, your bill go up. You'd be like, ah, I'll handle it next time. And just because you don't want to get on the phone, I'm guilty of it. You just keep on paying more than what you should. Okay, Kim gets it. You understand what I'm saying? Something wrong with this man. There's something wrong with this man. <laughs> it is. I got to turn this show off. My off. My ears. <laughs> off. I'm telling you. You need to stay in them promotions and write them promotions down. They'd be like, can I get another promotion? You need to keep your debt at 10%. Most people don't have their debt at 10%. Keep your debt at 10%, no matter what. So Prophet Jerry goes, well, I need a Hoyer lift. Okay, you can get the most finest one. But the rest of that stuff need to be at 10%. You know what I'm saying? It, it, so where does the Hoyer lift go into? Debt. 
no, no, but no, but this is, this, this is a living expense. Okay, then put it in 70 then. But you can't go past 70. Gas is getting high. Better start cutting other stuff down. Can't go past 70. I need, I need. If gas went up, and it did, and you haven't decreased your liabilities, and you have not, you are not being a good steward of your money. Get your 10 speed out. <laughs> For real. Go ahead. Or get at Bishop. Mm -hmm. the, uh, one of the crazy news uh, sections last week was about a unicycle. Get a unicycle. You get to work easier. Easy. And quicker. Quicker. You ain't got to worry about no traffic. You just bob and weave to that stuff. Yes. Go ahead, Deanna. All right. Once you finish telling us what all should be included in the 10% of the debt, are you going to go through each? Are you going to go to the living expenses and tell us what should be included in that too? Yep. I'll tell you what should Sweet. be included in both. I can't tell you everything because y'all are different, right? But I will tell you, your debt should most certainly include insurance, your house note. Well, not sure. Well, that depends. Your house note could be in your cost of living. Your debt should include all your insurance. That is not a cost of living. It is not cost. I don't, it is not cost of living. Do not put it in cost of living. Do not. If you put your insurance in cost of living, you're going to start justifying why you need to go past this 70% this month. Don't you do that. I'm trying to get you to control your debt. When you put your insurance in your debt column, because I promise you, it is an asset to whoever you are paying. It should be treated as a debt. When you put that there, you say to yourself, well, Antonio, I only got 2% debt left. All right, time to be a minimalist, sugar. Until you increase your income, you only got 2%. And I know that sounds bad, but I promise you, if you would just do that, Hey, Secret to Success listeners, Deanna here. Thank you all so much for joining us. Well, today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. See, NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. Now, how many of you can use some additional information so you can make smarter decisions with your money? It's okay. I'll be the first to raise my hand. Because ner the nerds have helped me get smarter about things like saving on travel. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night, maybe a, you know, a small shopping spree or a fancy dinner or two. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Also, boosting my credit score, since good credit is like a real life cheat code, seriously, like a real life cheat code. And then saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie. It just loves a good plot twist. So listen to Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea innovation, and partnership. 
We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You will start learning how to control your debt and increase your income. Hey, Bishop, quick question. Mm-hmm. In your chat, right? In the chat, you said that, um, you know me, I got to ask. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the 10% to God, right? Yep. Now, um, do we do offering with that too? Because then, you see what I'm saying? The, I do understand. I do understand. According to Antonio, and you can blame me when you get to heaven, you do 10% to God, and then your offering can come out of your living expenses, but it needs to be in your budget. Oh, wow. Do you understand? Okay. You can't you can't let me preach you good, preach you happy, and you go past your 70%. Okay, got you. Did, did somebody hear what I said? I did. Did I say don't do tithes and offering? Nope. Did I say not to fulfill the word of God? Nope. What I said was, God off top, here's your tithe. Now my offering, oh ye Lord, I got 68% expenses. I got 2% left. So no matter how many times they tell me, all right, y'all, we need 13 more hundred dollars. It can't come from me. Oh, y'all don't want to hear me. You don't see, 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 hold on. Hold on, let me talk to you church for, for a second. Because Grace go to church six days a week. And six days a week in a Baptist church is an offering. Do you hear me? And if... I ain't even trying to say you're offering your time, but you're right. What I'm trying to tell you, all I'm trying to tell you, Frida, is I can't get all them offerings. I fervently and emotionally and as a steward of love for God, give my 2%. And if, I, if you want me to spread this 2% of all six offerings, all right, then. Well, yeah, I get $3 an offering. You hear me? I'm t- you cannot let anything not antonio not your pastor not your love for god let you go past your 70 percent. somebody need to hear that that is not a sin that is protecting your garden in which your god has told you instructed you to do that's good Yes, ma'am. This year, I've started something that I've never done before. Is that my insurance? I paid it up for a year. Okay, nothing wrong with that. My um, web hosting, I paid it up for a year. There's like four different bills that I paid. I paid up for the entire year. Is that a good strategy? It, It. Yes and no. The the only thing. Yes. For right now, beginner level, everything you say is fine. Intermediate, debatable, advanced, no, expert, no. Because y'all don't want to pay nothing. You want your customers. You want your assets paying for stuff. You understand what I'm saying? So I can automatically say no all the time. However, you was going to pay the money anyway. And it was going to be a year anyway. And if you're telling me when you paid a year, they gave you a one-month discount, two-month discount, then you did a good job, didn't you? Can y'all see? Yeah, it? I didn't get a great savings, especially on my web hosting. 
great savings is part of being wealthy. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? It's part of being wealthy. So if you pay for a year and got a savings, congratulations. You are a good steward of your money. It just is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Now, she paid for a year. Now, of course, what I want you to do is I want you to learn how to have your assets pay for a year and save you money. But we'll get there. I promise you by the time. But we'll get there. I'm, I'm, I'm just nailing this thing. I'm not going off. I'm, I'm telling you what it is. Yolanda says she got to go. That's all right. It'll be on YouTube. It'll be on YouTube. I, I, I want to bless you. I want to bless you. 10% to God, 10% to yourself, 10% to your debt, 70% to your living experiences, and do not let me use the Lord against you, Jerome. If it ain't in your 70, you ain't doing it. Can I push it further? Don't matter how much your cousin needs you, Kim, if it ain't in your 70, you can't do it. And my family knows, knows this about me. If it's not in my 70%, I ain't doing it. You talk about me all you want to. You call me broke. You call me cheapskate. You do everything. It's sorry. I've spent my 70. I've spent my 70. Actually, it's 40% for me. I actually live off 40% of my income. I, I, I'm past my 40. I'm sorry. I can't. I'm past my 40. And they know exactly what that means. They know you should have came to me. Man, you should have came to me. Sorry. Not going to do it. I do it to my sister. I do it to everybody. I do it to my kids. I do it to my kids. My kids get everything they want until I get the 40%. That's what I get the 40%. Right, not right now, buddy. They get the same answer every time. Not right now, buddy. Not right now. Not right now, buddy. I got a question about that. So then mm -hmm. how do you, is there a pace in that that you do? Or is it like they said, I should have I should have hit you in the beginning of the month? Like, how do you... You know what I mean? Should hit me beginning because I because I, I could have bought an extra suit jacket, could have bought a, a dinner, could it's Valentine's Day, could have you know spent too much on well not too much, you know, spent more than what I'm accustomed to for for that one day. It could have been I don't know, it could have been I paid off the flood insurance, I bought a camera. Come come bring that thing over here. It could have been anything, you feel what I'm saying? But as soon as I did something I'm not normal to do, I only do it in my 40%. Let me show you. Bring this here real quick. This, put it in front. Just put it in front of the camera. You, you, you hold it. No, just, just come right here. Come, come right here. We upgrading everything. Uh, everything. You got, you got to do this like this here, Jerome. You know what I'm saying? This is what you got. You got to, you know what I'm saying? Show oh, our that is beautiful. All right, everybody. That's tight, yeah. yes. There you go. Oh my god. You're like, all right, let's shoot, let's shoot. Okay, everybody, right? There you go. Oh that my god. Heavy. Yes. Cost a pretty penny, Kim. Yes. I ain't got it. Yes. I ain't got it. You understand? Bought two of them. I ain't got it. You, you understand what I'm saying? I ain't got it. But no, but you should. I ain't got it. Antonio, um, mm -hmm. I got a question. Yes, ma'am. Um, you have mentioned, oh, and I didn't even write it down. Um, you have mentioned the um, ten percent to everything. That is, I guess, that would be just breaking down the the gross of how much how much we make in a particular in a particular month, and just kind of dividing it up that way, right? And then saying, okay, this is what ten percent looks like. This is what ten percent looks like, and they're kind of assigning a numerical value to it, and 
that way you don't that way you know you don't go out of budget for that month right that's kind of absolutely, absolutely correct absolutely okay. absolutely correct whatever right, you cool. make these these equations these percentages go by whatever you make your equation becomes based on your income because later on in this book he's going to teach how to increase your income but you do not increase your spending if you haven't increased your income that's right okay and it's for the debt it you said insurance all types of insurance um I know for me, it probably be student loans. Is there anything else that needs to go in there? It just re regular credit card debt. That's a debt. Okay. That's not cost of living. You know, the credit card debt, card note. That's a debt. Yeah, thank God we ain't got one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? The things with your credit card, your your, your well, what's the your rent center loan? That's a debt. You know, your you know what I'm talking about. You, you pay ten dollars a month for that TV. Thank you know, God. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> that, that's it. Yes, okay. ma'am. I know you talk about like the, the, the I guess, the things that would be, I guess, considered the fish, like the nails, the hair and all that kind of stuff. But if that's a part of. That's cost of living. It's, I was going to say, OK, so it's mm -hmm. putting the cost of living as opposed to the debt, because you need to you do need to do these things in order to work. Like in order to present yourself where you need to be, that's right. these might be the things that you need to do. And that's why it's in cost of living. And that's why, see, I don't have a, you can get your hair. If your hair costs $200 every week, that's fine by me. As long as you don't go over your 70%. That's not vanity. That she's right. You may have to do this. In fact, let, let, let's cover what the other acts. What's in cost of living? Your nails, your toes, especially if you're a performer like Adrian, you got to be on point every time. Beyonce has to be on point. That's in her cost of living. LeBron spent a million dollars a year on his body. That's in his cost of living. All that's in your cost of living because you need that to live. You need to be presentable to live. And I'm telling you, Adrian, you got full permission from this universe to spend all the money you want on your body and your look, but it need to be in your 70%. The Listen, I'm on my not... way to the nail salon. <laughs> I'm on my way to the nail salon because I just found out some, he be putting like $60, $75 designs on my nails. Listen, bro, who the hell you think I am? I can't wait to see him. See what I'm saying? You got me all the way chopped. Like, see what I'm saying? Walking around $75 on your design. You better go ahead. That's what I'm trying to tell you. But then, Antonio, yes, you you were you mentioned like how like LeBron James, Beyonce, even Miss Adrian. But then it's like everybody pays everybody pays for that too. That's so I bet you it's not even that. It's, I bet it's not even their money. It's it, probably it's endorsement not, they, deals and stuff. Right, but they still are following some sort right. of budget. If not, right. they'd be MC Hammer. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> if not, that's exactly what they would be. Uh, it was two people next. I think I know I know Sugar was one of them. I can't remember who the other was. Go ahead, Sugar. To some, this might be very simple and easy, but I get confused at times when no it problem. comes to that 10% for me. I have um direct deposit. Yep. Okay. What do I do with that? Am I going to read? Where do I put that 10%? Is it? I take it, and put it on my mattress 
uh, I invested back into some stocks or bitcoins or what do I do with that 10% to let it grow? Because sitting it in the bank, I got like four or five cents back or something or another in interest. That wasn't anything. So I need to know what to do for my 10% where I it can stocks, grow from. Bonds, municipal, you need to invest in municipality things. You need to invest yourself in some uh Maybe you need to have your side businesses that you got going on and you need to invest in things like uh, you get yourself a, a Roth IRA so that it can pay for these to put that money in there, Dr. Sugar. And you put you put your money in stuff that's going to be a vehicle of money that's going to promote your money that's going to make make you money in your sleep. That's where you put your money. He's absolutely right. Let me hold on before you before you respond, Sugar. There's a problem there. You don't know none of that stuff. And the richest man in Babylon up front says you need to get with somebody who knows that's the river. Chapter one is about Marquette. Can you tell us what to do with this? The other seven said, so make sure before you, should she go in stock? Sure she should. Municipality, I mean, municipals, bonds, any hard asset that's not stocks, real estate, sure she should. What's a municipal? Y'all keep saying it. What is it? I'm sorry. Shit. Y'all keep saying words. I'm thinking, what? Municipal? What? That's a municipal building? What? Talk to me. What is it's where you go to pay off your warrants. No, oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I know about that place. That place will always be in business. Shit. Oh, wait. <laughs> there are different top types of stocks. And There's different types of bonds. A municipal bond is a type of city bond that you can buy. Yeah, <laughs> which is pretty always it's a secure investment because the odds of your city or a city doing poorly is not, you know, not and it, it always everything he said typically rises seven percent every year. He went to strong predictable returns on investments. Notice he didn't say anything about running a Tesla or Amazon or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Nothing wrong with that because I'm sure he's got Tesla stock because Elon Musk will probably- And it also be- goes, Antonio, it also goes mm-hmm. depending on where you are in your life at your age. Like yes, you, don't, you don't do risky stuff. Mm-hmm. After you get 50, you, don't, you, you cut down on your risky stuff and you put, mo- you put most of your money in your sure stuff. That's right. But if you're under 50, you need to be very risky. It just is what it is. Consult your, your accountant, your CPA. But I'm telling you for sure, you, you're young enough to mess up. You need to be risky. Not if you're 50. Sugar, everything he told you was true. However, you don't know nothing about that. So right now, what I want you to do, I don't care if you tuck it under your mattress or keep it in your checkers. It needs to stay there. And her real answer is, Wait until you learn what to do with it. Do you understand? Because I'd rather you have it than to lose it and now you can't do nothing with it. So just spend a month or two and we'll, we'll teach you what to do with it. I'll personally teach you what to do with it. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Do not lose your money. Do you understand? Somebody asked, can you do... Shiba, crypto, Ethereum. Yes, you can. I'm a master at that stuff. She is not. 
Remember, today's chapter was the, the man who desired money. And it ended with the lesson, let's go ask Arcad. Sugar did perfectly by let's go ask Antonio. But now asking and getting a question and an answer ain't good enough. Now she needs to become a student, you understand? So she don't mess up her investment. Okay, we got about 18 more minutes. So she don't mess up her investment. You and I'm still, I'm still putting away my $5 bills. Good, perfectly. You keep putting away for right now. Do I want y'all saving money? No, I want you investing money. But if you don't know where to invest it, you save, baby, save, baby, save. Do you understand? <laughs> save until done. What if you're able to, to invest or, yeah, I say invest. Do you invest. have a mentor in that area? Y'all, 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 my uh, okay. All right, all right, then. All right. So that's Antonia. The answer. That's the answer. Antonia. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm gonna go on my DSW accounts and I'm gonna I'm gonna share some 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 worthy and sensible investment things that they want to do. Mm. Then they can just call they can just call Daniel Scudder okay, or they can good. call Morgan Stanley and they can do their thing. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get some of mine out. When I'm you just gonna throw the names out. You want to do it today or tomorrow? Let's do it on. Uh, let's do it on Wednesday. Wednesday sounds good. We're gonna do it on Wednesday. Remind me Wednesday. Make them co-host. Throw them names out there. Yep. Without without showing my money. <laughs> <laughs> I do understand. <laughs> I do understand. We are gonna make sure you got screen sharing privileges. The oh, uh, yes, I knew somebody else. Go ahead. Um, say you got. Yeah, your ties is <clears throat> 86.10, right? So you okay. do 87. So say your 10% self is um, 86. So do you put that old, whole 86 in the crypto and the Ethereum and all that stuff? Yes, but hold on. How do you get out there if you don't Not until you learn it. Not until yeah, you learn it. That's what I was going to say. That's the deal. I'm still learning that crypto. Yeah, that's I'm, the going, deal. I'm, I'm sticking my toes in first. Yeah, you got to learn it and you need someone that'll tell you from their own experience. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? And, and okay. to, with stocks and crypto, you never lose money until you sell. That's actually somehow that's not a lesson that people get, but this is a fact. <laughs> you don't lose until you sell. If you ain't selling, unless you ain't Wall Street it. messes up, Antonio, because when I was forty, I lost one hundred and eighty thousand oh, well, well, dollars. Well, yeah. <laughs> I guess that's fair because we do have the Great Depression and stuff like that that could go against what I just said. But for the most part, there, right? For the most part, I, I, I'll, I'll tell you this: yes, Prophet Jerry. However, the point of today's chapter is freedom. Are you asking somebody? who knows, experiences, and is in it. Later on in the book, you're going to see, you don't ask the rug maker about investing in gold. Oh. <laughs> you just do not. You do not. There's, I would never, the only reason that when y'all listen to me and it worked, Kim, on business sales or marketing, anything I say, because I'm in it getting my face beat. I don't teach you nothing. I ain't got my face beat in. I've got my face beat in. I learned how to weave. All right. I come back next day. Here's how to weave, y'all. I don't figure out how to master how to weave. I do not, under 
any circumstances, no stuff. I only know my experiences. I only know how to be a small kid in a small town trying to be famous. So business, sales, and marketing, I had to learn. Do you understand what I'm saying? And y'all benefit from that. That is it. That is completely it. The second set of numbers I just sent you is how to get out of debt if you don't have much debt. 10, 20, 10. I think that's wrong. That's right. 10, 20, 10, 60. 10%. I mean, I don't have a problem with this. 10% to God. 20% to yourself. 10% to your debt. Live off 60%. See, somebody has a problem with because I can't get myself more than I get God. Don't. Let's see how that's going to work out for you. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? It's gonna, God never told you to be broke. You understand? Go ahead, Phil. Many financial advisors suggest that you have what's called an emergency fund. Is that in the, the, the 10% for yourself? Is that included in there? I absolutely. 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 Very good question. Especially. So stay, stay liquid in part of that. Absolutely. You yourself. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You, especially with six months liquid minimum. I don't even, I, I don't, I don't think six months is enough anymore due to the new circumstances of this world. I, I think 18 months should be the new minimum. This is my opinion between inflation and pandemics and, and just, I don't know, the, that worked before this new world. We are clearly in something different. And I think you need 18 months. I think 18 months now equals six months, not because of things have changed. I just think they devalued our dollar so much. 18 months is appropriate. Mm. I could be wrong. But if I'm wrong, you're going to be well off because you're still going to have 18 months <laughs> of liquidity on your side. Go ahead, Shook. Yeah, that's about right, Antonio. Yeah. And then you got to remember the whole time the inflation is eroding your, your ass at the whole yeah, time man. also. So you yeah. got to plan for that. Inflation is eroding. Yeah. yeah, and if you don't believe that, just remember, we've been in this pandemic over 18 months. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Shook. I just want to share with everybody, um, and again, this goes out to uh, Anthony as well as to uh, Antonio. We have, I, I'm with Massage Envy, and we've been bought out by another company, which starts our new oh, company Oh, they told today. me about this. Girl, you talk about this. I shot, they told me. You go ahead and tell them. And it's because of the class that we had on Thursday and the way that we were talking about the devaluation of the dollar. And even if you get a, a dollar, you're not getting a dollar. You're really actually getting 65 cents. So anyway, it came time for the, the pay. And what I'm getting, it, it's nice. But then I looked back on everything that we discussed and I says, you know, I really feel I'm worth more than that, which I know they can't pay me my worth, but I know I can get up there at the top. And so it came time to sign the paper and I says, no, I don't, I'm not going to sign this. Um, I want to talk to you about the pay. And so a figure just came flashed before my face and I says, should I really say this? And so I said it and they says, well, let us talk about it. And they went over in the little corner and they talked and then they came back and they says, you know, we can do that for you. And I said, right in the back of my head, 
darn Antonio used to say, you didn't ask for enough. Because <laughs> they gave it to me. And I said, I should have asked for $3 even more, even though I'm $6 more <laughs> than I was when I worked for them in yeah. 2018. But it was just the fact, and I was very confident because I am bringing a lot to them. You know, I'm making good money, but not my worth. And I heard that one of the girls has been there seven years. Actually, I wasn't supposed to get a raise for six months. Right. So with what they did, it's the new company. I'm now making more than what somebody's making that's been there for seven years. That's right. But I thank you, Anthony, because you was in my head. Right. And the next time, the next time, the next time the company changes hands, what I want you to do is treat it like you're going to a new job. And I want you to ask for I want you to ask for fifteen percent more than you are because if you go to another job, you go somewhere else and go for a, the same job somewhere else or another job somewhere else, you go you can you can demand fifteen percent more right off the top of your head, and they're gonna act like they don't want to give it to you, but they're gonna give it to you because that's the way it works. Because that was almost like you changing jobs. Yep. Now yep, all that exactly. extra money, I want you to put it to the side, and we're gonna show you what to do. We're gonna show you what to do with it. And, and, and I'm gonna tell you right now, that whole pay raise you got, that need that don't need to go in your cost of living at all. I'm, I'm about to put some new figures out here for you. Go ahead, Phil. Right, and and why Anthony's right about that, it's they're saving the company the cost of acquiring a new person. Mm. That is facts, Phil. Big facts. Right, and they got all expensive. that, Phil. They got all that figured out in the training and everything else that they yep. have to do when they secure a new employee. They and health insurance and all that. They they got all that figured out. Hundred percent. They know. They always. Their company is always get giving you less than you actually than you actually deserve, and you got to ask for the maximum you can deserve and work backwards from there. Hundred percent. A hundred percent. And here's a book for him. Here's a book for him, Antonio. Mm -hmm. Yep, investing for I the future. And in if your they future. go to <laughs> that's yes. good. That's I good. I keep my book handy. Can y'all see how people who make money always read about money? <laughs> but anyway, whatever you do, if you if you're good at sex, you're always studying sex. This is what it is. You just always are, whether it be with your mate or books or movies, whatever it is. If you're good at money, you always study money. If you're good at loving the Lord, you always at Bible study, ain't you, Jerome? This is what it is. Whatever you're reading about, you're getting better at. <laughs> this is, if you're a student of it, you're becoming better and better each day. Also got day. a book on the tax code, Antonio, that we can oh, break no, no. We out. I got, the, I got, yeah, I got a that. thick book on that. My goal is all the way to September 30th, the number of personal finances. That's my, my goal. And I, 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 and and I'm. This is risky, if because y'all don't y'all can go. You get up. What I'm saying, go anywhere. But I'd rather be risky, and keep the one, one leopard that came back and said thank you. You understand what I'm saying? Than because it's more risky not to help you, because then you become toxic in this environment. I need you to get that. The people around you are toxic because they don't like their lives. It is a lot easier to make sure people enjoy their life. I promise you your environment will get better. I promise you, your, 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 your mate is not that mad at you. They're mad with themselves. You're just the, the, the relief 
You're the pressure keeping the dam not falling apart. That's why they keep going off on you. But if you make, if you make, y'all, money has a lot to do with y'all happiness. I, I, I know you don't believe it, but it really does. It really is easier to be happy when you're not stressing out about bills. Then you find Amen. out what you really don't like. Yeah, you find out what you really don't like. Sugar, that 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 pay raise you got. If you spend that pay raise, I hope the Lord put you put me in your ear and yell at you every single chance you get. Because listen, she here's what we do naturally as humans. She gets six dollars extra. She spends six dollars extra. And finance, I actually call that Murphy's Law of Finances. It's like almost the same same thing. It is just when when our expenses, our needs meet our income. Don't you do that? You wouldn't. You ain't need that money. No, she's gonna take it, Antonio. I know what she's gonna do. She's gonna take it and she's gonna expand Sugar Spices and she's gonna get another vehicle out of that that Sugar yes, Spices sir. has another entity out of that. That's what she's gonna do. That's what you're gonna do, and we're gonna help you out with it. You understand what I'm saying? We're gonna help you out with Thank it. Thank you, y'all. By the time all this is over, yeah, clear. Just clap for that. No, 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 no. Let's just clap for that. No. by the time this is over every last person should have a strong plan of action strong plan of action for you individualized like i'm not here i I can't stress this enough there is nothing about this that benefits me in the short term nothing nothing i'm not here because i'm benefiting i'm here because god is using me to help you and every last one of you needs to be on a different path. This is what I here's another. Let me let me show you a way to increase your income. I want you, if you have income coming in, this is what I want you to do. Here's a plan for you. For four months, I want you to put a ton of money in your bank account from all sources. Your main bank account, wherever is that? A ton of money. This this dumb amount of money. Just get it. Just reroute all your money. All your deposits rerouted into your bank account. I need to be seen. And what you're going to do is you're going to, everybody's going to sacrifice for four months. And you're going to put it in your savings. There's two things I need you to do. It needs to flow in your bank account. And it needs to stay in your bank account. Now, stay in your bank account could be optional, but I need it to flow in for sure. And if you can keep it staying, just let it stay. Flow in the checking. Everybody hear me. So if you get paid through PayPal and then this place and this place and cash app from now on, tell people, sync your cash app to your bank account, do whatever you got to do. Tell them, I need my money to go here now for four months. Everybody write that down. Let me tell you why. Because when it's time for you to ask for a credit card increase, they're going to look back 60 days. Uh oh! Look at me being slick, and it's going to magically appear. The offer is going to magically appear at your door. Congratulations, such and such! You've just yep. been increased. You just credit just been increased by ten thousand dollars. You'd be like, "Why yep. did that happen?" Yeah, I'm see what's going on here. He right. He right. Listen, I've had all y'all for to go ask for fifty. What, what is this? This is April. Mm-hmm. By October, that's not October. It's eight months, August. By September, I want every last one of you to ask for $50,000 limit of increase on your credit. They're going to say, well, we only do 36000 Susan. Susan says, fine, I guess. 
I guess I'll accept that, right? You know what I'm saying? We're asking for $50,000 extra dollars, but there's two things you need in this equation. You can't miss a payment, obviously. But you need that income coming in because they're going to assume you're making more money because your bank account is telling on your income. They don't know this ain't your primary bank account. This is this is so. You just said a whole, a whole lot, a whole, whole lot. That's a whole schoolwork. Thank oh, you. Yes. Oh yes, it's a whole art to it. It's and a it's whole fun. art to it, and it's fun. It's a whole art to it. Now imagine what you're gonna do with your pay raise and fifty thousand dollar credit limit, sugar. She, Let me ask if she you down that. there in Texas, she's going to be buying her a 16-door building and she's going to get four more of those and then she's going to get her the big apartment where she's going to get a return of $250 on every door in that 300-unit apartment. $50,000. $50,000. Some of y'all probably know how to do this already, but I don't. How do I pay a payment in a half or... I'm a car. I'm talking about I'm a car to no, get that. No, no, no payment in half. No payment. No, in no, Doctor Sugar. That's no, no, a depreciating no, no. asset. Yeah, 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 You don't yeah. want to throw more money yeah. in there than the car. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you try to be debt free. Don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do you that. Need debt to get yeah, yeah. the leverage yeah, yeah. to get the other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't. That's that's a proper teaching, Sugar. It's just a proper teaching. And then you break out Antonio T. Smith Jr. Yeah. You start itching. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that did just make me itch. Don't pay a payment. You're right. Let me, let me let me let me let me serve everyone. That is a good thinking. If you were trying to be stuck in the middle class, if you want to pay a payment and a half on something, you pay a payment and a half to yourself. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> you the car though. You hear me? <laughs> Feel like that. You the car though. You pay a payment half to yourself, and then that. We, we figure out what to do with it, and that becomes an asset somewhere, okay? I promise y'all, this is what the rest of the September 30th is going to look like. So the more vocal you are, the more honest you are, the more we can help you. And, and chapter one was just about the lesson of asking people, and chapter two gets real deep real fast. Um, and that's tomorrow, right? That, that, that's tomorrow. I, I, I beg you to, to understand that if you just increase the money coming to your bank account for four months, pay your bills, you know, whatever you got, and then keep your credit somewhere. All you got to do is ask for a $50,000 increase. And what they're going to say is, well, we couldn't give you $50,000, but here's $9,000. And do you care? You understand what I'm saying? Because that's a pay increase. I need you to respect that's a pay increase, especially if you use that $9,000 as an asset. All y'all credit cards need to become business cards from now on. If you got a $50,000 credit card, like a credit card limit, like $50,000 available on your credit card, you need to you need to buy an apartment complex now. Now. Let me tell you why. See, yeah, I know people out here, Kim, and they, they, they typically your age, Kim, that they scared to mess up their credit. Let me tell you something. If you got a $50,000 limit, and you see an apartment complex, you can get, like, you see a 16-unit apartment complex, and you can, and it only costs you $40,000 to get it. It costs you 
$30,000 up front down, $10,000 in closing costs. And you got $50,000 on your limit. By all means, you swipe your card. Let me hear. And you say, well, well, this is what they're going to say. They're going to say, well, you, you, can't, you can't buy a house with a credit card. Yes, you can. Because there are websites that turn your credit into cash. There's Google sites that turn your credit into cash. Now, hear me very well. You're going to say, oh, Frida, but my credit went down. I don't give a damn if your credit went down. It went down 20, 30 points. What happened, Susan, 16 people not paying your bills. And they can't get it that way, Antonio. Tell them to take that, that money, take that money, that they, the extra money that they're going to get to the side and invest it in their house and make improvements and make the asset of their house go up. Then take the money out of their house and take a portion of their house money and buy the damn complex. And that's a helo. <laughs> house, what is that? House equity line of whatever, helo, whatever it is, HELOC. House equity line of credit. That's absolutely correct. You can do that. And keep listening. What's better, Jerome? What's better, Adrian? To lose 30, 40 points on your credit score or to lose 30, 40 points on your credit score temporarily because in one month, those 16 people is going to start knocking down your credit card bill again. I would take the latter. Definitely the latter. My credit score go from 800 to 680 every, it's out of 680 right now, all the time. My credit score is a 680 right now. As soon as I unmax out my credit card, it'll be back at an 800. I'm telling I'm tell you, every single time. Because every time I see a deal, I get that deal, Jerome. And I ain't talking about no some shoes. Nah, bro. Nah, 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 nah. Because in Texas, oh, it's so easy to get real estate in Texas. You understand what I'm saying? Kill. It just, they don't care about, I can have 15 felonies. They don't care. When it's time for me to buy real estate, they don't ask me no questions. They ask me, do you got the money? Do you have a pre-approval letter? You got doggone right, I do. Or, and this is my favorite answer to give them, no, we're doing cash. This is a cash deal. Uh, Mr. Smith, you want some coffee? Brenda, get on some coffee. Happens every time. Happens every single time. And every last one of you, or she asked a question, which companies offer $50,000 credit limit? I know Navy Federal does. If you just, wherever you bank at, oh, some of y'all don't, okay. Some of y'all don't have. You have to be invited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of y'all don't have. You're right. Any major bank does. Any major bank. Any major bank, Bank of America, Regions, all that stuff like that. Some of y'all don't have real credit, real real checking account. Bank of America give you a fifty thousand dollar loan. Oh yeah. Credit oh yeah. Oh yeah. No doubt about it. They, they should you if your income they give you more. <laughs> they they give you more. But you got to prove income. You got to prove income. Let me wrap this up because I want y'all to come every day and I don't want to hold you every day. This is for you. Bring somebody you love. Talk to somebody you love. Go back and watch on YouTube. Watch it again. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. By the end of this, whatever this is, you understand? By the end of this, whatever, all of you should genuinely have a plan of action for your life. You understand? A genuine plan of action for your life. Let us unmute our mics, clap real quick, and I'll show you one more thing. Y'all clap for each other. Come on. That is good. Yes. Yay. Yay. Yay.
two two things tomorrow we're I'm, I'm sorry i forgot to say if you're trying to be like the one percent live off 40 percent of your income and then invest another 40 percent of your income and then use 20 percent to to for other things but we'll, we won't say that but for other things anywho that's that's that right there let me just give you two more things real quick what we're talking about tomorrow is where is it oh the richest man in babylon himself we're talking to arcad we're talking to arcad and the main lesson okay i don't have it written down oh no it's a couple of lessons part of all of yours that you earn is yours to keep saving 10 percent is one of the most important lessons of the richest man in babylon and it's three total lessons tomorrow i want to give you but that's one of the first ones. One of the first ones is that you need to save 10% of all your income. And don't argue about this. This is something universal. If you save 10% of your income, this universe gives you more income, period, point blank. This is not up for discussion. If you don't save 10% of your income, you always need to ask other people for income. This is not up for discussion. So that's what we're talking about tomorrow. Also, I want you all to, we're going to, uh, Assembly of Wanderers will be daily. Prophet Jerry, get ready. I've been telling you, daily and weekly and et cetera. There's also, right now, if you don't have any, well, first off, let, let us just look at the page real quick. This is what we, this is what we are. This is what I stand for. I don't stand for nothing else. Here's the page, Assembly of Wanderers. Please take yourself, and Grace posted in the thing. Please take yourself. You can see it. Assembly of Wanderers, the great expansion. Here's where we are. Assembly of, read it with all that empathy right here, Diana. You, you, you read it real quick. Assembly of Wanderers is building a city to where the people of the light share it and create a harmonious society regardless of race, creed or religion. Our city will have its own currency and soon we will become a resource-based economy. We will have democratically elected officials. We will pull our resources and create a society humans deserve with our own police force and our own government. We are the light. We are love. We are you. We are one. Mm. Separation is an illusion. We leave you in the light and the love of the one infinite creator. Follow your dreams. All right, so that's what we about. Upfront, period, point blank. Here's where it shows where we all began. It's clearly an old picture of me doing something with water. Obviously, I'm baptizing somebody a long time ago. And praying with Muslims. That's what I used to do. I used to fly around the world doing stuff like that. What is the expansion? It tells you right here. Game developer, blah, 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 blah. All sorts of stuff. And there's ATS coin. Look at it, look at it, look at it, look at it. Right, there it is. But right here, you can see all the ways that you can give. You can give up here. Forgive the leaf blower right here, right there. So Sugar, I know you're already giving on Patreon. I think it messed up. You can just do it right here. It won't mess up here, okay? You just do it right here. Or you can... All, all these things here, right? Student loan crisis, computer science. Brendan, excuse me, 
Brendan Village is what we're building inside the city, that, that natural path. That's why I want the well water set up. Right, here's the resource-based economy. Here is news, radio, internet, and TV towers. We ain't playing no games. That's what the Mexiverse is about, the game development. And of course, right here, I'm not done yet, but all every detail you ever need about each one would be right here. Each one will have a very long explanation. And of course, you can come here and you can give. You understand what I'm saying? Easy. And, and it's, it's so you can give to the general idea, the general fund, which is right here, the still resource based economy. Or, and you can share it on LinkedIn and stuff, or you can give to specific entities that we're doing. We don't stand for much, but what we stand for is fantastic. You know what I'm saying? So go and read. You can see how we started. This is available on your phone, et cetera. If you click give to, if you want to give to student loans, right here, ending student loan crisis, we have accounts allocated just for that. You can give one time, weekly, monthly, or annually, that's completely up to you. You're a grown person, etc. like that. Also, be like Anthony Lucas and steal all of this. <laughs> Do you understand? Because this isn't just a uh, give. First off, I'm not even calling it give, I'm calling it build. You come build with us. You understand what I'm saying? And then here's a great expansion. I'm breaking it down exactly what this expansion is. It's here, period. You can see it. And then watch this here. If you don't know how to give, here's you got we you can do planned gifts, charitable. I should say request. My bad. Life insurance, retirement plans. You understand what I'm saying? Or there's other ways to give. You can send money in. That's up to you. You can use stocks and securities. That's up to you. We walk you through everything. You understand? Everything's walk throughable. So I wanted what's to end. The, yes, go ahead. I'm sorry. What's the cost of the well of a well? Do you have that down yet? What a well is going to cost? My goal is to get our city sitting on top of the well. So the answer is hopefully it won't cost nothing because in the city we do both at the same time. That's my answer. You know what I'm saying? However, are you saying well? Like yeah, W-E-L-L -L or well? Like, wh what are you talking about? Well water. Like water from the ground. Oh, well. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That water. The, the things little animals fall in by accident, little kids fall in. You know what I'm saying? Where, where, where Batman learned how to become Batman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the, those things. The well water is what I'm talking about. Go ahead, Phil. Yeah, it all depends on where the city is, where the well, and how deep you have to go. I was vice president of sales of a company called National Geothermal, oh, where we did geothermal heating and air conditioning for homes and businesses. And so it all depends on where the city is and what the cost of the well is going to be. There you go. Much better answer than I was going to give. But we need, I can tell you for sure, we're on a journey. We're on a set of, we got options. We can create some futuristic society. Or we could buy a city for 17 million, 25 million, and then convert that city into some futuristic society. You understand what I'm saying? It just is what it is. It's doable. Mark, Mark Cuban just bought a whole city like two months ago. It, it, it's the truth. You're looking to set. buy in Texas? I'm looking to buy wherever there's well water. 
<laughs> I have no real preference. I, I would it be in Texas? Sure, it would be if I had my way. But I'm, I, I know every time I have my way, I don't have my way. <laughs> the universe do something different. Go ahead, Phil. Antonio, you want where there's quality well water? Quality well water. You're right. Let me put that out there. Quality well water. Quality well water. Because I wanted the quality well water. Then after that, it was probably going to come on here. I don't want to put it on there yet, but I want to. There's this water company that's for sale that I want, but we're not in a position for it yet. But I, but I want to put it on there yet, just as of right now, because I, we're in a position for everything I put. I don't want to put something we're not in a position. I don't want to gather money for something one day. This is now. If it's you know, because money, money is an is an integrity thing. You know what I'm saying? But once we get these things to own our own water, to sit on a well, to own our own water distribution and bottling, to be electric, we, we're just completely independent. And, if, and then have a democratic, that's important. We have to have a democratically, uh, a democratic society, because if we don't, then that's, that's, that's not a government no more, that's a, that's a religion. And when we stand far away from that as possible, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Separation from church and state. Mm -hmm. If you're democratically elected, then that means you are a government. Mm -hmm. if, if you're in charge, that is not a democratically elected <laughs> entity. And that will get you into positions. We just don't want to- That's a dictatorship. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And you see what we do to dictatorships around the world, don't we? And, 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 you know, we, we're, we're far away from all things. But right now, if you have it in your heart, you're more than welcome uh, to, to start giving. Prophet Jerry, this is, this is your time. This is everything you pray for. Everything you pray for is right there. You know what I'm saying? So we'll have a bunch of services. I'm talking to some Muslims right now. I want some, I want some Muslims and some Jews training and teaching. It's, it's very important for me. No, no, thank you. Now, it's very important for me because... I don't know, it's just so cool. I've got some real strong reasons why, but it's just so cool to have rabbis and imams in the same place, you know, breaking bread with, with that's just, that, that just floats my fancy so much. You know, just on a personal level, it brings a big joy and smile to my heart, you know, on the personal level, but it's Thank all there. Man. Yes, ma'am. Excuse me. Is this going to go under charity? Where is this going to go? One, it's, 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 it's charity. It's a, if you it's one hundred percent tax write offable charity. Absolutely, it's okay. under our follow. Yes, we like that, Doctor. <laughs> the right stuff off. Yes, absolutely. Five hundred one C three, it is, and you you'll be just fine. We'll 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 track everything and give you you know your stuff at the end of the year as everybody as any reputable five hundred one C three will. But it's time. Plus, and as you can see, that this is why we're doing the computer programming and the all the stuff that we do. Because, because we're not attempting to be, we want, we want the right people to donate and give, right? But we're not attempting to be pigeonholed into giving. Mm. We, 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 we also smart enough, Jerome, to create assets to speed this up. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, we create assets to speed this up. From book sales to computer programming, the ATS coin to you know it, it says it, it says it on the website. The last thing I said, what last two things I said about this, 
definitely put the link out there. Put put the link in the chat. Plus, put it in Discord. It's in Discord too. If you don't do nothing else, you need to steal this. If you don't do nothing else, you need to steal this. If you don't do nothing else, you hear me? You just need to acquire the information here because you can you can clearly see that we took the best of worlds and we took the best of worlds. If a button ain't working right now, relax, it will, it will work. This is just a weekend worth of work. It will work. Here's here's his videos that you can watch right now, right? Videos you can watch right now. This is something you just you just ain't ready for it yet. It's all right though. You know what I'm saying? They ain't ready for it. Becoming a master after you venture a path. That's obviously after path benders, etc. And of course, this is this is why ATS is pulled down because it fits everything esoteric. So basically, in, in short, our everything we do is to build a city. And if it doesn't fit that, then we either gave it away for free or we killed it. We did what we had to do to get here. And then now we're here. So Prophet Jerry has his mic open. Yes, sir. Go ahead, Prophet Jerry. I don't see him. Oh, he was. Oh, okay. Oh, he probably might just probably open my accident. Oh. That's it. Just go, y'all. Oh, go ahead, Phil. You want to say, oh, yeah, it plus is Monday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell us what we're doing tonight as well, Phil. Well, tonight we start always with wins and challenges. And the one thing I've noticed with we've been trending, when you really come to the to our call tonight with your wins, we're able to leverage you so your next win is even greater than your current win. We come up with ideas, we come up with concepts that you would never have thought about when you share your wins. Plus, you give other people ideas on how they can win. And then challenges. What's what are you dealing with? What's not working? What's frustrating you? What's causing you stress? So we deal with those. And then we end with gratitude. You can't get any of this unless you have a vibration of attitude, gratitude. It won't happen unless you're grateful. So we're going through 50 things to do to be grateful. And then we share that. And that gets you into that vibration to, in, to invoke the law of attraction and get to what we've been talking about. There you go. That sounds exciting. I'm ready to get in that. Gratitude is the grease of all this. No gratitude. <laughs> you stuck in place. You stuck in place. Sugar, I'm glad you asked about the film classes. You're, you're actually the only student, if I'm not mistaken, right? She's the only one who's took advantage. So what I want, I'm going to have Grace call you. And whatever your schedule is, that's what we're going to do. We're going to do it around your schedule. You know what I'm saying? And as we get as we get bigger, we'll go, you know, we'll, we'll do it right there. But we want to make sure you don't have to miss anything. And, uh, and but most of it, though, is in 4K anyway. But there is a Q&A section that, that is kind of designed to be at least once a week. And so we'll figure that out for you. Cool. We'll do it around your schedule. But it's, we, we'll just start this week. But it will Thank be you. around your schedule. Oh, yeah. No doubt. But most of it's in 4K anyway. All right. That's it. Please. Uh, I, I know Anthony is going to go ahead. So you can see, obviously see how we merge things together. Our landing page knowledge, cell phone knowledge with our esoteric knowledge and stuff. It is here, it is there, it is yours. If you're somebody willing to do something great, and you know, we'll do that, we'll do that to great. Other than that, Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plant better, you can dominate. Thank you all so much. Love you, everybody. Love you, Love you more. more.
<laughs> All right, y'all. Y'all have a good one. When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world. Not making money. The pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire. I came really close. So the pandemic was a blessing. It was hiring people. And get this, everybody. I had 48 job positions open during the pandemic. $22 an hour with paid training. And I could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions. Hear me well. 48 job positions. $22 an hour. Paid training. And I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions. Now, is it because I hire slowly? True. But it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter. And that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture. And there are so many different things that you can do this summer. As a matter of fact, you can free up as much time as you want to. But if you're not using ZipRecruiter, you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people. So what is ZipRecruiter? What is probably the greatest job finder that's out there? And that's why you need ZipRecruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that ZipRecruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that ZipRecruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for, and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate. And if, the, if, it's, if they can't find a perfect candidate, they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you. ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools, which is the technology itself, to match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out uh, review and rate candidates. Four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter. It is a blessing. And no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about? Well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. All spelled the regular way. That's zip, Z-I-P, recruiter, R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R, -E -E zip, recruiter, 
dot com slash B to B. And I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash B to B. It's also in the show notes.